This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode with an OKP. I talk about going to China, then we do a few emails towards the end. Great episode. I hope you enjoy. Share it with friends. J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stand Up New York Labs. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'm going to say it again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. And I want you to go into your closet right now, take out that 12-foot feather, and feather my nuts by telling another friend about this podcast. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. Your mama, your papa, your brother, your sister, your fraternity brother, your sorority sister. Anybody. I want to get them involved. It's growing every week, and you're a part of that. So let's keep that going. Keep the momentum. Get them involved. I really want to get uh, right into today's episode. You can send your emails. It's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I'm very excited about today's guest, an OKP, because I wanted we wanted to get right into it this week. I'm back from China. If you listen, if you're if it's your first time listening, I'm Jared Freed, and I'm a comedian that does this this podcast every Tuesday and Friday, and we take emails from you idiots and then answer them on the podcast with a guest and. I'm gonna and uh, if you're an old listener, you know that I've been in China for like a week and I'm back and I just want to have like an OKP original key player to go over the trip and to get right into the email. So Mark Norman, thank you for coming on. Hello, <laughs> good to be here. Good to see you, buddy. I'm excited to hear about China and thanks for having me. That was quite a, a rooster yell you had Dude, in the beginning. We're that, bringing it. Yeah, you, you, I can't believe you. It's a you went an hour a minute forty. That Listen, was insane. That was uh, we were th- that wasn't the record. We All have right. we've had longer, right? I think, I think fourteen seconds or something is the longest it's, ever. Uh, that right. was close. That was, like that 11. was pretty close. Yeah. And I didn't even feel it. I could have gone longer. I think uh, you red in the face. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're bringing it. For, I hope you guys at home appreciate this in your dorm room. Yeah, He's listen, bringing the heat. <laughs> listen, that you got to tell one friend for me losing a blood vessel. Yes, okay? so bursting a vessel here, guys. Listen, before we get into anything, all of you got to go follow Mark Norman on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Norm. He is going to be taping. His Comedy Central one-hour special, November 17th at the Angel Oranzance Synagogue here in New York City. That's an amazing thing. Thank you. Congratulations. I'm I'm pretty honored. Yeah, I used to watch these as a kid, so it's cool to have one of my own. And A ticket link will be up soon, folks. I'll tweet it. I'll Instagram it. It'll be on my website, the whole nine. Awesome. And and you know what? I always say it on this podcast. Like, when I bring people on, I feel like, you know, you, you do so much other shit, but I feel like... Some people get introduced to you know the guests through the podcast, uh-huh. and I think like it's like having the rookie card, right? Like you knew them when. Oh, that's fun. Do you know what yeah. I mean? You ever yeah. you, like with their comics? I remember I listened to like O and A, Opie and Anthony, yeah. and then I, like that's how I found Dave Attell. 
Sure. And I was like, that's the guy from O and A. Right. Like, and then I would follow him, and it was like, hey, oh my god, I like, I had like an insider view. Right. And I feel like there's like listeners here that have found you through this, you know, and then are like. And now you're gonna do an hour special. I know it's insane, but I feel like we have we have a lot of those inner those uh, insider. We we knew che, I knew Che at open mics. I did too. I, that, che and I met at an, at an open mic talking about basketball. And oh shit. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Like, and that's a wild one. Yeah, yeah. I knew Soder when he was dirt poor, you know, smoking weed and being like a blackout drunk. So yeah, <laughs> it's all we all our friends are really rising. It's cool. It's weird how it's happening too. It's like and you you know it should. When you start this, you, you're like, it shouldn't happen. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly, right. I, I was on a lineup. Uh, I got really fucking gay and nostalgic. Um, I uh-huh. was at Village Underground. Yeah. And that's like the seller's other room. And I love the Village Underground. I love the seller, but I love it's a big room. You yeah. know, like when it's full, it's 250 people. Yeah. And it's rocking when it gets rocking. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, the lineup was... Che, Nimesh, and I. And, oh, that's And fun. like, those are like my two first friends. Yes. In comedy. And I was like, right. oh my God. I was like, all three of us shouldn't be here. Right. Especially Nimesh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah. But, yeah. So, no, but I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? So you, totally. You get like, and I got super sappy. And like, I posted a picture on Instagram. And I was like, look at these three. You know, like, I don't know why. And something about it, it's very cool because it's like, you know, it, it you there is something to putting in the work, and then it comes out totally well on the other end. Right, right, and it's so gradual though that you it's easy to get frustrated, it's mm. easy to get hung up, but it's gonna happen if you just stick with it and you have some talent. A lot yeah, we'll leave the talent part out. You know, it's like <laughs> you gotta work hard. Well, you gotta have some talent too. You gotta have some talent, and maybe a couple friends that have laughed at something you've said yeah, in the yeah, past. Exactly, but also you know, and put your head down and you know, not complain and do the work exactly. and get, get to the go. next level. So. It's cool for me to see you do the hour special. I'm gonna definitely come. Thank so you, oh, please. you guys need to go. It's November seventeenth. Uh, Mark's gonna put out the link uh, on his Twitter at Mark Norm. He's also got a website, MarkNormanComedy.com. That's MarkNormanComedy.com. Come to that because that's a special thing to be a part of. It's totally. live. It's fun. Yes. You're doing it at a cool venue at a synagogue, even though you're not Jewish. Uh, well, the whole special is called "Don't Be Yourself," so oh. it's all going to be just contradictions. <laughs> Perfect. This yes. is uh, so. This is all great. So yes. you guys all need to get involved with Mark Norman if you don't already. Uh, I forgot to mention. Sorry to interrupt. I forgot to mention before we started. I just wanted to throw out. Remember Laughable that app? Yes, that they're good. They're it's, great. I just wanted to put it out there again. If you guys are interested in checking out the Laughable the, app, they don't. It's not like a sponsorship or anything. The we're just last, saying it. No, the last time we put it out, people were sending me the picture of Laughable, like the search, mm-hmm. and it was like they were like, like I guess the search that day was like Jared Freed. Tom Hanks, like, because the app's so new, so it's right. like they probably have like you know they're like uh, if ten of you guys go search like that becomes a, s- a top search on yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, go to Laughable. It's a cool app. You can find anybody, and you can find us if we've been on other podcasts right. or whatever. Right. So like, Mark is on this. So if you search for Mark Norman, it'll come up Tuesdays with stories. Yeah. Then Jay, you know, it shows all the podcasts that he's been on, which is a really That's cool a thing to do. Great idea. And how has this never been done? I mean, I always like yeah. oh, I'm on a Bill Burr kick, so I just want to see everything he's been on, and yes. that's perfect for that. Go Go check out Laughable. Go search us both if you like us, or go search any comic. I mean, that's a cool thing. Yeah, it's a great. I met the guy Ned, white yeah. guy, <laughs> and he uh, he used to live in the Greenwich Village. Quit his job, moved back into his parents' basement in Westchester just wow. to do this app. I mean, that's how it's done. That's the way to do it, folks. You, you know, you sacrifice to make something happen, and right. that's really a cool story. Also. Mark's got a podcast here on the Labs Network called Tuesdays with Stories. If you like this one, you'll like that one. Go subscribe to the Tuesdays with Stories every Tuesday. 
Uh, it's him and Joe List. Both have been on this podcast. Both great comics, great guys. Go check it out. I, you know, you're gonna do. Th- so I, I'm back from China. A lot of people snap me, text me. They wanted to hear about the trip. Yeah, your eyes look thinner. A little bit, a little, <laughs> a little bit. I can't see as much. I, I can't stop making Asian jokes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, it's it's tough to not. It's tough. Do. And and they are. And it's it's kind of like you know Bill Parcells used to coach the Patriots and he has this famous quote and they were like what they were shitty and they're like what you know what do you think about this team and he's like we're five and eleven yeah. and he's like you are what you is uh-huh. <laughs> you know so like right. all these stereotypes exist for a reason of like oh, you know you don't see two Asian guys fighting in the street no. having a yelling match too much Anna yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> so, right that's the last one <laughs> so, but I'm saying like they so there they are quiet and they do you know they're they're not you know gonna like yell at you for shit i i'll say this i had a blast it's definitely feels like the you know you're on the other side of the world at every step interesting i got there and the guy who set it up and i know you're going to do i can say that right yeah yeah i'm going later you're gonna go do it so uh but i you're gonna have a blast it's so cool I got off the flight. There was no. It's scary. It's scary yeah, to course. go abroad. Yes. And I don't think I realize, and especially in this new, like, with I'm so used to the internet. Like the last time I was studied abroad in Italy, and I had there wasn't a, it was, you know smartphones didn't even exist at that right. point. Google Maps wasn't a thing. Yeah. So what'd you do? I showed up. I remember I went to Italy. I I I, I did a semester abroad there, and I remember I got there and. Um, I got to. I was in Florence, Italy, and I had the address for my apartment. They were like, "Listen, you're going there on a Sunday. You can't Sunday in Italy, like God's day, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. don't the your the landlord's doing you a favor." So I took the cab to the apartment. This little Italian Asian woman, which is always weird to see, Whoa, yeah, weird. Asian woman speaking Italian. She came out and she goes. She brings me in. She doesn't even speak a word to me. She brings me in, shows me like the apartment, and then goes bye bye. Uh-huh. And I'm like, fuck, my, you know, my dad told me, and this was his advice, when you go abroad, you stay on their clock as much as possible mm-hmm. to try and push off the sleep. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to just explore this town. And yeah. I walked out of my apartment. I'll never forget it. I was like, I can go right or I can go left. Oh, God. And I was like, and I just was like, yes, it's right. <laughs> like I didn't yeah. even take a map out, right? And I just went right, and I started walking for literally hours. In the, it was the opposite direction of anywhere you should go. I'm ah. walking, but it's Sunday and it's the morning, so yeah. there's nowhere to eat because nothing's open. Right. It's God's day, so I'm just walking around waiting for shit to open. Right. Finally, two hours of walking, I get to this Italian place, and the guy looks at me, and I go, "Bring everything." Like yeah. I'm just like, I want to eat all. I want pizza. I want pasta. I want it all. And then he brings me all this food and... How American this guy's like, fucking American. He's so stereotypical. <laughs> I want everything. Yeah, yeah. Bring it all. I'm a fat fuck. Yeah. I want it all. Give me yeah, everything. Give, right. me, give me your pasta. Give me... You know, I want, I want hamburgers. You know, like, yeah. bring me the American shit too. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So then they... I remember he brings all the food out. I'm like sitting there full and he just goes... And I go, taxi. And I go, taxi. And he just call And I make phone to my face and he calls me a taxi. And I go outside, and I get in the cab, and I had been walking for two hours, so I'm expecting, and I go, Via San Zanobi, Ventiquattro. Via San Zanobi, Ventiquattro. That was my address. And he just looks back at me, and he's like, what the fuck is this guy talking? I go, Via San Zanobi, Ventiquattro. He literally drives 15 feet forward and then takes a left, and we're right in front of my apartment. Wow. <laughs> you looped around somehow. Yeah, I just like oh got it. And that's the thing about going to any other country. Right. You are not on your game. Exactly. And, and now when I got to when I got to uh, Shanghai, yes. I get to Shanghai 
And the guy who set up the trip didn't like told the driver to meet me on a different day. Uh. So I'm looking for a guy with a sign with my name on it. And I'm walking where there's all the people with signs. And I just keep walking past them back and forth for like an hour. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. What the fuck am I going to do? I don't even know. Jesus. I have the address in Chinese on my phone yeah. to show a picture to the guy. But like, I didn't expect to have to do this. Sure. So I'm like walking around all of a sudden. <laughs> and we know this from JFK. Like, if you saw someone walking around, a black car guy is, and a black car is not a black guy who drives a car. It's like the, the not taxi. The town car. The town car. So all of a sudden, an uh, Asian black car driver comes up to me and goes, where are you going? And he speaks English. And Hallelujah. I'm like, and I'm like uh, yeah, I can go with you. Like, um, I'm going here. And he goes, he goes to take my bag. We start mm. walking away. And in my mind, I'm like, this could be what? Yakuza yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the Yakuza. Yeah. Yakuza, that's <laughs> like, the one. But I'm like, what am I doing walking with this? The yeah. first guy that right. speaks English, I'm just like, yeah. Right. And I look at him and I freak out. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not going with you. I'm going to go. And I look down. And there's a taxi stand. And I'm like, I'm going to the taxi. He goes, you're going to have to wait 20 minutes. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. At least it says taxi. At yeah. least someone, my parents don't look at me and go, what are you, a fucking idiot? That's the beginning of a bad story. <laughs> you know, like, right? yeah. Like, oh, I just went with the guy who yeah, spoke English. Exactly. So then I go downstairs. I get in a cab. And I'm in the cab. And if, I don't know if you guys do this. But if you're in a city you don't know, what I do, and a cab is taking me somewhere, and I don't recognize, and it's not main roads, I'll take out Google Maps, I'll put in where I'm going, and at least I'll know I'm on the path that Google Maps is saying sure. to go. Like, at least, then that makes you feel safe. I don't have a phone. So right. I'm in this cab, and I start freaking out again. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, you didn't even bring your phone. You know, I did. You, it just doesn't work. Oh, you yeah, can't real, get on it. I mean, you can get a plan, but it sounds oh, like you didn't right. get a plan. No, I have no plan. Yeah. And also, the internet there, you, there's all these wraparounds. Mm. And you can't go on the internet, really, in China because the government can. Uh, so there's yes. no, there's a Google Maps for China. Right. And it's not associated with Google. It's China's government owned one. Yeah. It's not. So I'm in this cab. I can't, do my, I can't do my Google Maps thing. But. Your natural, we're so cocky because of the internet, it's not even, we don't even notice it. Yes. Being there made me notice, I was like, oh, fuck, like, I, I went from using Google Maps to see where we're going to being like, I guess I'm going into the sex trade. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Damn. that's why, my first thought is I'm too hot. <laughs> they need a Jew. <laughs> they need one, you yeah. know, so, I, and like, I'm freaking out, and then like, but then you start to think about it, you're like, these, these Chinese people are just like us, they just want to make money. And fuck their wives. You know, like they just want. They're human. They're human. Believe and, it or not. Believe it or not. And we don't think of it that way. No, no, we don't. I, I never thought of them as human before I, this your, trip. When your friend is an Asian <laughs> fetish, you're like, all right, well, when are you going to come back to normal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there's really something that. to that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so I, but, I, but I even thought about it with the black car guy. The black car guy is just looking to rip me off of an extra 20 bucks. Sure, which is totally feasible because you're like, I just want to get home. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and in my mind, I'm like, he's going to murder me. He's going to eat my intestines. Exactly. Like, I don't know why. Right. And it, I guess when you're in a far off land, you know, and it's funny when you talk about China, you have to call it a far off land. Yeah. It can't just be another country. It's got to be like That's true. Uh, out in the Western, in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> out in the Western world, you right. know, like uh, all of a sudden I become Mr. Miyagi. Uh -huh. so, but, like, it I, is, but it is different. It's a, it's a, it, like America's new. It's like a baby I, culture. Like this is an 
ancient place you went but to. But here's the thing, about, and here's what I'll tell you about China: as ancient as it is, is as American as it is. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'll be, you'll look at places, you'll be like, it just looks like they saw a picture of America and they were like, we want that shit. Because they have so, they have money and they're fucking making shit now and they're yeah. like and it's a capitalistic place. Totally. So you'll go down one street and you'll be like, oh my god, they're eating fish guts. And then you go down another street and it's Burger King, China, you know, mm. Burger King in America and, and McDonald's and KFC. Boy, I'm, I'm pretty pumped. I can't wait. But isn't there something to that with this no internet? There's something fun about being on your heels again. I think it's good for you. In it's a way. great. It made me. It actually. And this is what I'm saying. Like, I, I. It was nice to know that like I had to like go out and like. I couldn't just pop on my phone and turn my eyes off to yes, the world. Yes, yes. I had to go sightseeing. I had to walk out of the apartment. Right. I had to go. And it was, uh, and and really, the whole trip, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I got to say, China's on to a couple things. Like, everyone talks about the government being, like, dicks. But, like, there's something to it. They, they're stricter there, but they keep in line. This is the thing. So they, they like, there was, I remember I, I was like watching. Or Ryan. All right, last one. <laughs> you can uh, uh, keep it going. So I, uh, we're all having fun. So yeah. like, like there were certain things like you, I would walking and all of a sudden I saw like a Asian guy. I saw a window washer mm-hmm. and it's three, he's literally 300 yards in the air and I'm looking up at him and he's tied with a rope. Yes. China is America with no lawyers. Oh, <laughs> so, so like it looked like someone was like, "There's a spot on that fucking window. Get the fuck up there!" Right? Here's a rope, idiot. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it like you know, it was just like there was no Jew there to be like, "I don't know." Right. Yeah. Personal yeah. injury. Yeah, I like that. I like a little freedom like There's that. There's something to it. It it just felt like shit got like, especially where we are politically right now, where like everything is just four steps backwards, one step forward. Like, yes. to get shit done, like, you gotta pay up. There, it's like, here's money, go build that fucking house. Right. It, it felt like that at every turn. A to B. A to B. So, I I, I really had a blast. Uh, there's the I, the girls out there. Whew. Really? Beautiful Chinese women. The Chinese women, I, I was never, I'm not like an Asian fetish guy. Yeah. I mean, I was like... Blown away, gorgeous, really? and then all the expats. The, there's a bunch of Americans and, and French and all these people from all, and uh, English people, and they all came to the shows. The shows were great. It was a good mix of everyone. It was a very international show. Um, did you clean up? I mean, I did. Oh, I had really? one, I, I I had one night where I went out with some people and I got into this weird situation. Um, there's an email that pertains to it. All right. All so we'll right. get well, to that. Wait. I'll tell that story later on. That's a that's a preview. There's an email for today. And we have some amazing emails. I know we're used to the emails. I, I don't want to get all this stuff off my... And I have one more story that we'll get into the emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mark Norman. At Mark Norm. He's going to be November 17th taping his one-hour special. Go check it out. If you're in New York City, you got to go. That's a cool experience. And what, do they charge for that? What it's are they? all free, It's baby. all free. Yes. So that's one of those things. And especially if you're a dude that's got a girl. Girls love when a guy's like, I got the inside track. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they like knowing that you know shit that no one else knows. Not to mention, it's in a synagogue. There's cameras everywhere. It's, yes. It's down and dirty comedy. Listen, that's the other thing. It's not, if you go to like the place everyone goes to on a date, they're like, oh, I've been on this place to a date. Yeah. If you go, I know a little place. That's down the corner, mm. and you and they're like, "Oh, he's thought about this." That's kind of what this show is. He, oh, I, there's this taping, and I actually planned ahead. I'm telling you, you're getting laid. 
Totally. No question. And come up, shake my hand. I'll shake your hand. I'll, you'll know the star. There you go. Know the star. Know the podcast. You can mention, you know, something about, you know, Tuesdays with Stories. Yeah, or the, make so an heard Asian you on joke. J-Train, make an Asian joke. There you go. Say Ryan instead yeah. of Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Been waiting Ryan all day. And then, boom, <laughs> yeah. you're in. Um, so go to that. Go and get involved. Um, I So here's... Have you ever missed you, you fly a lot. So you tour with Amy Schumer. Yes. So you fly a lot. Tons. I'm gold and Delta and American. That's amazing, first of all, because I'm dealing with that today. Trying oh, to get nice. my miles added on to Delta. Oh, good for you. Um, no but better feeling. That is I'm I'm like very excited. So I, I flew back yesterday morning. I got back. Now I I've never I don't miss flights. Me neither. I don't like I, I, I get there extra early. I like actually hanging at an airport. All right. I like putting on an airport drunk into Ooh, my flight. Yeah, that is fun. Like that Delta room, you can go there oh, and get a bunch of red wine. The best. It's the best. Love so it. charge up. No no worries about, you know, 20% on the end of the flight. Nothing. Nothing. So I I go so I had to fly to get back. I had to to go to go to China. It's New York to Chicago, Chicago to Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Coming back, it's Shanghai to town I've never fucking heard of in my entire life. Like in, in America or in China. Oh shit. So, right. so so I I felt this is the moment I really felt stupid because yeah. I'm in China and they're like, "Yeah, your flights from Shanghai to Chengzhou." Yeah. And they could have just made up that name. Sure, they could have dropped a spoon down the stairs. <laughs> and and then that would have been a whole new city. Yeah. So I no, but I'm saying <laughs> like if someone was like, "Yeah, oh, America, I know New York and LA." Yeah. And you were like, you don't know, well, what about Miami, Chicago? And they'd be like, what are those uh, fishing villages? Yeah, right, <laughs> Do you know what right, I mean? Yeah. That's kind of like what I'm saying and not yes. knowing this connection town that I had to go to. But they know way more than us. You, I went to Australia. I've been to England. They know all know every capital of America. They know all that shit. It's it's just wild that like we are, that we're so closed off to here. So, it's such a bubble. That going to China was like literally going to Mars. Yeah, totally. And, and being like, and here's our new civilization. So yeah. I had to fly Shanghai to this town I'd never heard of, which has to be the size of Chicago. Right. Because you don't just fly Fishing Village to JFK. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, yeah. fly, you fly Major City yes. to JFK. So I had to fly. So I had a two-hour flight, the first flight, and then it's 16 hours from Changchong, whatever it's called, Lomain. I don't even yeah. know the fucking name. Right. From Lomain to New York City. So <sighs> so I'm like, so I am get to Shanghai Airport. I'm waiting for the flight. Delayed. Oh, that's terrifying, because that means you're going to be short on time in Ching Chong. Exactly. So, And you have to go from the plane to an international flight. So you have to go through customs. Oh, you're right. So I, so this story might take us. I hope this is entertaining. I can't I, I, wait. I think so. I and you're on opium. And, <laughs> and I'm fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where I am. Right. I could be in fucking Thailand. So, <laughs> so I, so I'm, so my flight gets delayed. Shanghai to Kung Pao, whatever it's called. Like that's how little I yeah. don't know. So I'm like, and and I go to the desk. I'm like, how long is this flight? And they're like, two hours. And I'm like, well, are they going to like catch up in the air? And the, they're Asian. They don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right, right. I'm like, isn't it like, you know, to me, I'm like, is it a two-hour flight is a two-hour fucking flight, dude. Yeah. You know, so I'm like freaking out a little bit. They're like, and then it gets delayed another hour. Ooh. So now we took off at 10.50. A.M.? P.M. P.M. My flight to board is at 1 a.m. 
Okay. So let's do the math. 10.50, I get there at 12.50. Oh, my God. I, if. If. Right. And then I have to board at 1 a.m. And, and the boarding process in China ain't like here. The boarding process is fucking efficient there. Yeah. Here, you're dealing with the kids, and they're taking forever, and Pam, white woman, has a fucking issue. Yeah. There, it is like, fall in line, get in the fucking plane, we're out in four minutes. So I'm like, yeah, they fucking move. So I'm like, after seeing my flight board in Shanghai for Ching Chong, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, this is going to be a quick turnaround. Yeah. The flight lands so i get 1050 we land at 1245 all right in kung pao chicken land Got okay it. so Got we it. land there um so wheels touch on i have 15 minutes to, to get, get off the plane through customs onto the other plane on the other plane Woo. the whole flight i'm telling the stewardesses i'm like can you call down like sometimes the plane can radio ahead like yeah. hey we have people that are trying to make the 16 hour flight if I miss this flight, I live in a town I don't even know existed on a fucking map. Oh too. my god! So I'm yeah. freaking the fuck out. I'm calling it literally right now. I still am calling it by Chinese <laughs> meals that I like. Yes, yes. <laughs> like I literally have no. So I'm scared shitless. I get down fifteen. I get down. I have fifteen minutes. I get to the front of the plane. I I'm like. Right, literally, I'm like a bull that's ready to do running for the running running of the bulls. Like yes. I am, like ready to go out. Of the, I run out down the down the. Uh, I run down the the causeway or whatever it is. I get to the end, and there's a woman there from the airport, and I'm like, "Holy fuck!" The message got down. Uh huh. And I look at her, and she goes, "I go." She goes, "JFK." Whoa. And I go, "Yes." And she t- she gets and I go yes and she goes she takes a green sticker, she puts it on my shoulder, uh-huh. and I'm like, what next? What is that? <laughs> and she just goes New York City, and I go what the fuck is the next move? Yeah, and I'm yelling right in her <laughs> face, and I go where's the cart? Like I'm expecting the cart to yeah, like drive a, a me or something. Something, and she goes, <laughs> she, she just goes, oh we leave soon. Uh-huh. Soon I have 15 minutes. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Right. I go, which way? And I'm yelling at her. Like, and these and Chinese people are so nice, they just don't. Yeah. There's no confrontation to them. Right. She just points. And I look down the hallway, and Chinese airports are like fucking like literally football fields long. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a billion people there. A billion people right. there. Huge. So I start running. I'm running down the hallway. I got my my rolling bag and my backpack. I'm sprinting. I don't even know where I'm going. I, I'm going for like literally a football field and there's no left or right. It's just straight. Oh my God. I look to my right. There's a guy behind a desk, a Chinese guy is behind a desk. And I just go, JFK, JFK. And I go, green sticker. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't even, I don't even know what it means. <laughs> right. And he goes, he goes, oh, and I'm like, oh, maybe he's going to, you got a cart? I'm going, you got a cart? And he goes, I'll, I'll come. And he just starts running with me. What? Like I'm fucking Forrest Gump. Wow. So now we're running side by side. And oh he. Oh my God. And he. Running on. Running <laughs> exactly. on empty. So, so now I'm running with this dude. Yeah. And he's not as invested in me getting to the flight as I am. Of course. He's on his phone. And now I got to start coaching him up. I'm like, come on. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> You're like Indiana Jones in short round. Yeah. <laughs> But you don't even need this guy. I don't need him. And I'm but the only and then the only good thing he did, he just kept like up there. This oh, way. All right, all so right. he's pointing directions, but yeah. I had to keep 
him invested. Yeah. Because like he'd be texting his girlfriend, and I'm like, no, right. no, 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 no phone. No. <laughs> I'm like clapping at him like yeah. I'm his fucking varsity baseball coach. <laughs> so, <laughs> little do you know, he probably built that phone. Yeah. He, he's like, he's just going through the. Yeah. He's reprogramming yeah. it. So, so, so he's directing me, directing me, directing me. All of a sudden, we get to customs. There's a long line. He goes, Go, he like points oh, me to go around. I so, like I, that. I, so I look at him, I go, so, so I just look at all these Chinese people in the line and just keep going, green sticker, green sticker. Yeah, I'm retarded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I swear. Yeah. So I, I'm looking at them, green sticker, green sticker. At this point, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, this is the only country in the world this could happen. Right. Where I just walk by the line and everyone's just like, okay. Yeah. Like, if I had tried to do that in Israel... Oh, oh my where, God. Why do you get to go? Yeah. What's <laughs> uh, what is your... Why are you even late? Right. You know, like, right. a bunch of Jews yeah. discussing with me, yeah. looking for boarding passes. These guys were like, oh, you know, arigato. Right. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. so then I go through to customs. Um, it takes... They, they make me take off my shoes. I don't even tie my shoes. I, I, and then we... The guy had gone around the whole thing. He's waiting for me. <laughs> this guy's great. He's great. So now we're running together. Now I'm like, okay, we run. So we start running again. It's longer than the first run. Oh my it's, god! It was like two miles. And Come I'm, on. So we're running, and you know when you're trying to rush somewhere, and then you like your your rush isn't as important as actually breathing. Like yes. you're you're more out of shape than the rush you're in. Totally. <laughs> so totally. Like halfway through the run, I'm like, okay, we gotta take a break. And yeah. we're just sitting there like looking at each other, like <laughs> now we're two buddies. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like we like hang out now. <laughs> and we get so we we're go we go again and we get to the gate and they're literally closing the door. Get out of here. As we're walking up. And, oh my God. And you know, at this point, you know, you feel like you've accomplished something. Like, you know, you're like everything's in my favor if I made this fucking flight because I would have had to wait another whole day. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh my God. And at this point, I'm like, okay, listen, you got, a bu- you got a bunch of winnings. Let's try and cash them in. Okay. So I'm like, someone, I don't know if anybody else have been told this. I don't know if you've been told this or a man said, they say when you fly, if you just say you have a health issue, mm. they'll bump you. Mm-hmm. Do you know? I've, what I'm, I've so, never heard. I've never heard of this. Either, yeah. But like three different people told me that they'll bump you up to business or first class if you just say I have a health issue, and they're not allowed to ask what it is. What? This is what I've been told. Oh and my I, god! And I quickly, as I see the door closing in the distance, and I know I'm gonna make it. Yeah. I'm like, oh wait a minute, let's try and get bumped up. Damn, you're <laughs> so, fucking riding it. So, you're so, letting it roll. Let it roll. So I start fake limping oh my god you're in the zone (laughs) i start fake limping all i can think about is this chinese dude must think i'm the biggest bullshitter in the end he must have been like what the fuck is this guy doing trying to pull i start limping like peg leg pete like just fucking and i go up to the woman i go i go i go i and i'm full of sweat like my shirt is soaking wet that helps the lie exactly that's why i'm i got the soaking wet shirt i got the limp i got the The asian the chinese guy i got the green sticker yeah yeah. So I'm like, I go, I'm, I I had to run across the, I, I really, I was like, I, wow. I could have gotten an Oscar. I'm like, I'm yes. like, I had to run across the whole airport and my leg, I have, and I didn't even know like what to say. I just, yeah. I have a thing yeah. with my leg. <laughs> and the, the, and this is when you notice the main difference between China and America. America, everyone can cry to somebody. Yeah. And somebody will give you empathy. Right. Like America, like Janice working the Delta booth will be like, you know what? You seem like a nice kid. You look a lot like my kid. Go in first class. 
Uh-huh. China ain't that way. No, no, <laughs> This no, woman no. looked at me and she just goes, no. <laughs> Come on, really? Like the full limp. And I go, no, but I got a huge leg problem. Now I'm fighting with her about yeah. my fake leg problem. Yes. I'm, like, I'm like, no, no, no. This leg cannot unbend for <laughs> to go into the premium economy yeah. class. And she's like, you want to upgrade? Oh, she's not having it. And I'm like, and I'm walking down the aisle, like to go into the plane as I'm limping still. Yeah. Being like, no, you can't do this to me. Wow. <laughs> Keeping up this lie, get in the plane. And they're like, it costs a thousand dollars. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, play. well, you can't win them all. No, <laughs> you bumped in a cunt pow. <laughs> cunt pow. <laughs> oh, so man. I made it back and 16 hours later, back in the city. Great experience. I mean, can I just say, not everyone, I bet less than half the people who had that predicament would not have made it. That oh, is yeah. fucking hustle, man. You have to drive well, to do that. Here's the thing. You... I, mean, know, I, I know you're up against the wall, and you're like, I need this, but it, it's still. like It's like a mother lifting up the car to get yes, her baby. You know, yes. like, you find it within you to make your premium cl- economy class. Right, it, so- it sounds crazy, but it's like a survival instinct. It's a survival in. instinct. And I, the, the, the thing is, I had the clock, and I also had like the fact that that was the boarding time. So I was like, okay, I know it's not plane leave at 1 a.m., but I did have to make it. I, yeah. I, 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 the and, running, the getting the, the Asian guy, I mean, the, the, the JFK chick, I mean, how do they expect a normal person to do that? Like that, a fat chick Well, this is a, know, with a rascal? I, I, I don't know. Fucked. That, that, that is the other thing. And also... What it made me do is empathize with people that come here from other countries. Like totally, you see. And did you see the thing on Comedy Central? Uh, Ronnie Chang, you know Ronnie. I know Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, Ronnie's a good dude. He did Jesse Waters, who I've tried to get on this podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he does O'Reilly Factor, and he has his own show, Waters World, or whatever it is. No, I don't know. He does Man on the Street stuff. Okay, and I I've tried to get Jesse on the show just because you know he matches up with the audience a little bit. People like him on TFM, so I figured I'll bring him on. The man on the street. I've done man on the street. His is just not funny. Yeah, it's not that good. Uh, they have to. It's so not funny that if they have to put movie clips in so that they can have actual jokes. I can't imagine why he wouldn't come on. <laughs> so well, now he's never <laughs> not going to come down. But he did a thing where he went to Chinatown to ask them what they thought about the candidates. Uh huh. And it would just went up to old Chinese people who didn't speak English, and they were just like, they just. How would they answer? Yeah, that's no like good. if they even went up to me in China and asked me about the Chinese government, or like even. But these people live here; they're, yeah, they're citizens. Yeah. They don't so give a shit. It was really just a whack down. And then Ronnie fucking tore him apart oh, on the nice. Daily Show, and it did a good job of it. And then actually interviewed people in Chinese. Uh huh. And it makes you empathize with like I could you the one thing you can't get across, and it's part of the thing with like trying to bump up to business class. I'm sure someone that spoke Chinese could say to Chen at the gate, my leg is hurting. Um, I really need you to help. But I'm just going, leg hurt. Right, right. You know, you can't get across this, like, sensitivity. It makes you feel for people who move here that don't know the language. Yeah. And, you know, are trying to get by. There were so many times in China that I was just like, I, I would take my phone, like, when I got in cabs, I would have somebody else send me in Chinese where I was going so that I could just show a cab driver mm. on my phone. So they would read it. And they would go, I got you. And then they would take me there. There was no talk. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you kind of get it where you're like, why would someone feel uncomfortable in the United States when like, you know, you have to see it from their side a little Total. bit. Total. I mean, imagine coming here and then getting like the <laughs> sassy black chick who doesn't oh. want to help you at all. I mean, it'd be terrifying. Yeah. And, and then just trying to like, and doesn't want to deal with the yes, extra five seconds exactly. to get you to get to know what right. they're saying. There were so many times where I was like, 
I just we they would we would give up on each other, and I and I understood it now. And like you know, that's See, it. Travel's important for that reason. It. I think that's the the only reason. If you're someone that's never been anywhere yeah. and you have the chance, go do it. Right. It's it, you know, and we've talked about it on this podcast before. If like if you want to like you got to do uncomfortable shit to get better. I completely agree. You have to be uncomfortable for like anytime I've been uncomfortable, I've come out the other end and been like, I am doing. 20 things better than I did before. Totally. And it's not, and you don't feel the discomfort later in life. You just remember that one uncomfortable moment that felt like a million uncomfortable moments at the time. And we avoid them like the plague, but they're actually the best things for you. The best things for you. So like, you know, people are like, was, you know, my mom always asked with a lot of this comedy stuff, like we have to, we have to decide with so much comedy things that we get asked to do. Is it worth it? Yes. And sometimes worth it, you know, with with people that are working in finance, you can do the math. You can say this much money, this and and for comedy, there's and for an experience like this, you have to say, well, I get to go to China. I get to see a different have an experience. I get I got a story out of it mm-hmm. of making the thing. I got uh, I'm going to I did a bit about, you know, them I told the guy I wanted Chinese breakfast and the guy was like go to McDonald's. You don't want that. Oh really? Like, like, and I was like, "That's the most blunt." You know, yeah. I'm like working on bits from it. Like, I'm growing as a person for yeah. having gone through. So you have to, and you have to understand that, like, all these uncomfortable moments, like even going to Florence, Italy, and going in circles. Yeah, like, that's a story I'll never forget. All good for you. All good for you. It, you know, it's like medicine. It tastes bad. Yeah, but it gets you going. There so, you go. so it's uh, that's my story. If you have any questions about China, you ever want to go. Send me a snap, JTrain56. Uh, we're going to do, I, and we'll go into some, a couple emails right now. We'll go do some things because I got some good emails. Before we do that, Adam and Eve, adamandeve.com. Listen, you want to you get freaky in the bed? You and your girlfriend, go on adamandeve.com and it gets the conversation going. You can look at the website just by seeing all the shit they have. Oh, would you like that? Do you like this? Just go to the website together that's like a fun sexual experience that's a little removed from sexuality it gets you talking so go to adamandeve.com for a limited time you'll get 50 percent off about any item get that fucking pocket pussy you've been always thinking of <laughs> yeah <laughs> when you select your one fr- and then so you get one just about 50 percent off just any item and you get when you select your one item at 50 percent off you'll also receive three free adult dvds plus a free mystery gift and to top it all off they'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order guys that's basically free to get you fucked okay there you go so go on the website adamandeve.com uh use the code jtrain at checkout that's jtrain that's j-t-r-a-i-n at adamandeve.com promo code jtrain adamandeve.com promo code jtrain promo code jtrain promo code jtrain adamandeve.com get yourself fucked okay mark norman (laughs) (laughs) thank you for getting here uh, let's do some emails. You ready? I love it. I, I hope the people stuck in with the story. I, I That's know. Kind of a different I, format. I, I know. It's a little different for me. I, I just wanted to. I felt like I got a couple of tweets and snaps. Like we want to hear about. It. Oh, great! It's a great story. So I, I think it was an okay. I, I tried doing it on stage. I don't know how to end it. Yeah. Like the limp is funny. Yeah, yeah. Because then I go into that and I did the limp on stage and it's like, and like everyone has that moment where they've tried to lie and then the lie doesn't work. Yeah. So I'm trying to work that out. I don't know. I, yeah. Oh, the word. The funniest part of the story. At one point, when we got through customs, it was a small, it was a thin hallway, and a cart was coming towards us. Yeah. And I'm like, a cart is here. We're going to make it. Uh-huh. The car comes towards us, and I go, and I go, stop, JFK, JFK. The guy, the guy driving is like, oh, get in. Yeah. The, the Chinese guy and I get in the cart. The guy goes to turn around, takes a left to turn, oh, no. backs up. 
and then goes forward, yeah. backs up, goes forward, backs up. It was Austin Powers. Yes. And I, and I got stuck? And it got stuck in oh, the hallway. Hilarious. And I literally looked up and I was like, am I on a Japanese prank show right yeah. now? <laughs> like, I thought there was someone at home being like, oh, American, think he lay for plane. Uh, you plunked. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was the part I forgot in the yeah. story. But I don't know. It, it's... Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know. If you didn't, go fuck yourself. Uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're here with Mark Norman November 17th. Get yourself to that show if you're in New York City. If you're not, Tuesdays with Stories. Every Tuesday here on the Labs Network. Let's get to it. How to apologize. Ooh, all right. I hosted a party for my best friend's birthday. I invited a girl who was totally into him. He and this girl hit it off when she got there. and went, Oh, hit it off when she gets there. And I'm like, mission accomplished. They leave and go back to her place, and as my buddy is getting blown, he pukes on her. Mm, damn. <laughs> Have you ever done anything like that? You ever mm, had that happen? I'm not a puker. I've peed on girls. On I've wet the bed and shit. I've wet the bed. Oh, no, I've been in, with, in bed with the girl while she was peeing. She wet the bed. She wet, I was woke up one morning, and I was like so hungover, and you know, like you don't know where you are, yeah. and all of a sudden, I just felt the flow, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm peeing the bed. Yeah. And then I looked over, and I was like, no, she is, and I pulled, it was my bed, and I took all the sheets with me, uh-huh. and went on the floor, and then like, I just Smart. Like, I just was like, oh, we can't get, you know, like just trying to save my baby. Yeah. You know, the comforter. <laughs> I think we're learning from this, that you're quick in a disaster. I can move. I got yeah. cat-like reflexes, yeah. you know? <laughs> even hung over. Yeah. What does he do to apologize, make it up to her? Are flowers a terrible idea? I just want your thoughts on this. What do you think? Uh, that's a toughie. I don't think, I don't think he's out of the woods, you know? It's not the yeah. end of the world, puking on a chick. No. I mean, she's blowing you while you're puking, that makes it worse, but I think... So, I think it'd be hilarious if she was like, this is what I'm into. Oh, God, yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> Do <laughs> what bad. you did last time. Yeah. Uh, I think just, you know, I think flowers on this one, I think you're all right, and just go down on her and give her like a get out of jail free on this one. You yeah. Know? Like, just... When you, when you blow it, there's two things you have to do. Yeah. When you fucking blow it, like this kid blew it, fine, it happens. We mm-hmm. all have a moment in our life that we look back on and we're like, I fucking blew it. Yeah. And you got to do two things. You have to call out the blowing. Yes. Call it out. Acknowledge I it. Acknowledge it. Don't, don't live in a world where people are like, does he know he puked on me? You know, right, like, you know, right, like, and yes. I know that with puke, it's like physical and there's, it's right there's there. actual, it's right there. So you can't like ignore it. But like, don't be afraid to go back and be like, hey, and like over a pot. Hey, I I'm so fucking embarrassed. Yes. I, I I hope you know that I was sick, and I and I do enjoy, and especially if you do enjoy the person's company and you had a good time. I did have a great time, and I I would love to see you again, and and to make fun of it and just be like. I, I promise I won't purge this time. Yeah, you know, like exactly. I, I promise no more clams. You know, yeah. like I, you know, get into it, acknowledge it. And the second thing for any time you blow it, don't be a fucking cheapskate. Mm. Cleaner sheets, cleaner stuff. That's good. Clean everything. Put out, this is a time to not like nickel and dime. You don't want to nickel and dime an apology, right? So right. like, if you wet someone's bed, get the comforter fixed. Buy her a new one. Don't be like, well, how much was the comforter? Like, don't be the person at the group dinner that's like, I got one martini. Yeah. You know, you got to be the person that's like, I'm taking care of this. Totally. I, I wet this girl's bed, and I had a huge thing on her. She was way out of my league, and I mm. fucked her and wet her bed. It was the worst day of my life. And I, she was so pissed off, pardon the pun. And I, <laughs> I talked to her friend, and I was like, 
let me come in there. And I came in while she was at work, changed everything, dry cleaned everything. There you go. And then I put up, she had, she was obsessed with these candies. I put a candy on the bed and I said, yes. I'm sorry. And that was, I really went all out. That's the thing. So in, in going that extra mile, with, and especially with the candies, like you plan something. Yes. There's, we, girls will let us off the hook for not being animals. Right. <laughs> you, know, just, you didn't fuck another girl. You didn't call no. her fat. This was involuntary. Exactly. And it, right. Especially with one of these things. Just get into it and, and be... Be creative with it yes. too. Like you know, girls just love thought because they think we think so little. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, so that's the move. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Mark Norman, November 17th. He's gonna be at some Jew place. Uh go to his website, marknormancomedy.com. He's gonna have a link up there. Go check it out. You gotta get there. Also, Tuesdays of Stories. Guys perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm a college girl who has Chick Eman. Oh, oh, okay. Have All you right. not been here for the sound I've heard, effects? That's new. <laughs> no, yeah, I like it. Uh, who was hooked up with several guys, and it seemed that there's a reoccurring theme to these hookups. I try not to be the hit and quick girl, and I try to make guys somewhat work for it. As a result, I try not to have sex on a f- first hookup. I don't pull some shitty prude. I-, I don't pull some shitty prude move and say something like "You can't touch me." Where when. Um, we're only making out, but usually at some point of the hookup, I'll let them know I'm not trying to have sex. Ten out of ten times, the guy always gets what I would describe as disappointed and says something in the lines of, damn, I want I want to have sex with you so bad. Or still tries to push the subject by saying things like, I really want you and I'm so turned on, though you're just so hot. Very sneaky with the compliment, but guys, but I get what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. I've been asked several times things like, aren't you really turned on? How do you not want to have sex? I mean, obviously I do when I'm hooking up, I get horny as hell, but just me personally, I get really anxious about it and regret it if I have sex right away. Not that it's a bad, if a girl or a guy does have sex right away, it's just not my thing. My question to you is once I a hookup is starting, can a guy really not control himself? From my experience, it seems that once a guy gets turned on, he really, really, really wants sex. Not to say the same isn't true for girls, but guys seem really extremely shocked with my self-control in the middle of a hookup. But I feel like they could potentially have the same self-control if they really wanted to. What are your thoughts on guys versus girls when it comes to hooking up and being able to stop urges when they think things get getting hot and heavy? XOXO, lady listener. Well, I think she's being a little vague. I mean, how turned on are we getting here? Are we naked in bed with a boner and a, yeah. and a wet vag? Are we there or I, are we I mean, hand jobbing and making out, you know? I hear what you're saying. I think we're in like that gray area where I just want to get one thing out of the way. If uh, you have the, the right to say, obviously the right to say no, like if, if a guy, I hear it, it's this weird gray area where it's like a guy's pushing because he's like, he's almost trying to be a salesman. Yes. He's not trying to be, you know, there's a, there's the difference where it's like a guy's like a rapist. Yeah. You know, and like I, you know, it's a tough word to even say in but I just I think we should talk about it just cuz this is the reality we exist in. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's a difference between a a, a crook and a salesman. Ooh. <laughs> you know, like yeah. a crook is like get on the fucking bed I'm doing this right now. I don't care what you have to say. Mm-hmm. These what guys will do and I I hear what you're saying you is they they will push there's a difference between a crook and a salesman. Yeah. So like a lot of guys are just being salesmen. Yeah. You know, when it's they, worked. Because it's so worked. So why not try it? And also we know that the stigma that girls have where it's like hook up on the first date, even though, you know, they don't, they're more afraid of the stigma. Sometimes girls are just afraid of the stigma and they do want to have sex. Yeah, of course. That's, and, true. that's a lot. And, and it's only, you know, I had, I'm, I'm parsing my words a little bit because it's tough to be like, 
first of all, no guy needs to have sex. No. L- no. Let's get one thing out of the way. No guy is so horny that the scum needs to come out of them that yeah. night. If we needed to have sex, we'd all be dead in high school. Yes. So right. like, so let's get all girls. If you, I know it's it's tough to be the one to say no. That sucks the worst because you're the asshole. Right. Anytime the person who says no has to be the asshole. You're the party pooper. It sucks to be that person, but don't feel bad about being that person. Okay, if yeah. you have to say, if you don't feel comfortable, don't fucking do it. Don't totally. put your morals at stake because you don't want to feel bad. And every guy, if they like you, will come back. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I completely agree. Like, has there ever been a girl that you've been like, oh, she's so hot, she's so cool, but she won't have sex with me. See you later. Yes. That doesn't happen. Well, well <laughs> it happened to me like two days ago, actually. But What happened? Well, I met this, this is not two days ago, I met this girl on Bumble months ago, we made out like on her doorstep at the end of the night, like hot Mm. and heavy, leg up, you know, the whole thing, and she's like, look, I can, I can, I was like, all right, cool, but I could tell it was going to take like two more weeks, so I just bailed the whole thing. Well, here's, here. this is, that's the plight, I've been that guy, I, I am that guy, Yeah. so we connect on this very much so. And that's the case where it's like, you know, you liked her. She was cool, cool. This is the thing. This is ex- exactly the answer to the question for girl. And I'm saying this to the female listener. What you just described is she's cool. She's hot. I want to have sex with her. I don't want to get in a relationship with her. Yeah, exactly. So so you're that's those are no her problems. Those are all you problems. Yeah. Not those are all things you don't want to commit. You don't want to put the time. It has nothing to do with her value as a person. No, she was great. That's what I'm saying. So what girls are worried, they're like, well, I guess, you know, I if if the guy was really willing to commit the time and effort, he would come back right. and do the second date, the third date, the fourth date. So you have and so really what this is is a test for a guy. You know, and if your girl is like, listen, I just kind of want to fuck this guy, then go and fuck that guy. Yeah. But if you're like, I kind of like this guy, I don't want to put it out there right away. I want to see him again. I want to see if he has the fortitude to see me again. Mm-hmm. That's when you put him off and just listen. You gotta, you gotta, you have a door. You, it's kind of like I, I think of it like a, as a pizza place. All right. Follow me here. I'm with you. If I go to the pizza place, and it's fucking closed. And I really want that pizza. I'll make a point to come back for that pizza when it's open. Oh, uh, would you go to another pizza place that night? Maybe. Okay. But I might come back and see if it's really the one that I like. All right. Do you know what I mean? Like I might go out that night and see some other pizza because those are the times we live in where I can just text someone, text another pizza place. Yeah. But if the pizza place is open and they let me in, they say, "Listen, we're not selling anymore right now." Yeah. I'd still sit in that pizza place being like, come on, I'll give you 10 bucks. Of course. Yes. Do you know what I mean? You so, gotta work for a little bit. You gotta work a little bit. I'd be yeah. like, come on, give me two slices for 30. Yeah, I got their cold. I'll take cold. Okay, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with that shit. Yeah. But if the doors are completely closed and I really wanna fuck, and it's not just any pizza to me, I'll come fucking back. Definitely. So definitely. this is my point to like, so especially the, the women out there, because I know we live in times where it's like, you know, where there's this gray area and it's like, and and I just want women to be like, to just know that like, that it's not a personal thing. Not at all. You know, you even said this girl was great and perfect and awesome. You just didn't want to do the two extra days. And and also, the more I hang out with her, the more we'll get attached and attached and attached. And then I just wanted to have sex anyway. So 
I didn't want to go through all that, and I know what I did was cold, but yeah. it's better for both of us, me bailing. And and totally agree. And I'll, also to go back to a point of email, I'll go to the story that happened in China. I was uh, with it. So there was like uh, hooking up there. I only had a few nights really to like go out because the first night, fucking dead tired, just couldn't even move. Yeah. Second night, you know, I'm, I, we're hanging out at the bar. There's this like Russian chick. I'm trying to make moves with her. She's got a friend there that fucking... He was just like her friend who mm-hmm. you could tell liked her because she was like, she was like, this is like my best friend. And then uh, he made a face at that. And I was uh, like, fuck, he's never fucking leaving her side. I hate and that I, guy. It sucks to get down the road with only so much time to right, put in. Right. The third night, I'm like, I, I start talking to this chick and we all, and a guy who listened to the podcast was at the show. Get the fuck. In China. <laughs> in China. So Holy shit. Podcast and he was a good dude. He got fucking wasted. We went to a club. It was him, this chick. Me and the chick's friend. We go to a club that's like right on the, you could see all of Shanghai. Wow. And it was fucking awesome. And then this dude who listens to the podcast, all of a sudden, this like Japanese dude throws him across the club. And I was like, listen, if you're a guy who wants to go out, I'm cool with that. Don't get in a fucking fight. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? He goes, I, I can't Well, this, this guy's American, this guy? or He's, he's a, American. He's okay. a student studying abroad. Uh-huh. And he came to the show. Really nice guy, but he got a little too drunk. And he gets in an argument with this guy about, like, I don't even know what. And just gets tossed. And all I see is his body fly by. And Whoa. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And he goes, dude, that guy's a fucking fool. And he's like yelling at him. I go, yeah. you got to go home. Yeah, yeah. So I get rid of him. I get rid of the girl's friend. And we go to another club. You and the Russian? No, this oh, is a, a different, different girl. girl. So right, we right. go to this club, we're dancing, and all of a sudden, and I'm like, we're, I was like, this is fucking going to be great. She fucking, and it's kind of what this girl said. She's like, I don't want to be the girl who like early, I don't think you have to be the girl who early in the night says, because this girl looked at me and she goes, I think you're handsome. I think you're great. Um, I'm not going to hook up with you American style. Oh, and I was like, "What's American style?" Yeah, What's yeah like, look cheddar? you in the eye with yeah, like, she, right. cheese and bacon. Yeah, right. I don't know what the fuck it is. I was like, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "Also, let's not ruin." Like, I, I, I'm not even presenting that. Yeah, like, who are you to assume that I want that? Which she was right, but I, I'm like, you know, dancing with her, and I'm like, okay, and I'm just like. Okay, like I, I said to her, I was like, it's no problem. I'm here with you now. What am I going to do? Fucking just be like, peace. You know, yeah. like, I, and I hung out and danced and she was cool and nice. And then like all of a sudden, she's like, she's like getting more into it and like getting more comfortable. I think what, I think what made her feel more comfortable is that I was like, I don't, of course, fine, yeah, that's I don't the move. care. That's and totally the move. The move. And I was just like, I really didn't care because I was just like, you know what? It's already three in the morning. Yeah. We've gone down this road. I, you know, I'll go home and fucking beat off. Like, I, at that point, I don't care. Yeah. And so we start like, hey, we're dancing. And then she looks over and she goes, she looks at another. There's this Chinese girl that's like at a table with like all these bottles. The bottles are locked in like big, like gold cases, like mm. major money. Yeah. And she starts talking to this girl. Like, while I, and I go get a drink, and I'm like, Do you want to? So I go get a drink, and I come back, and she's talking to this chick, and she's like, Yeah, that girl, uh, she's kind of into me. And I'm like, Into her? Yeah. And oh, I go, shit. She goes, I, I kind of go both ways. Uh-huh. And I'm like, What? Really? Really? So then she starts making out with that chick. Oh, my Lord. She starts making out with me. Now, you know, we're getting pictures together, and she's Woo-wee. like, She's like, it almost felt like I was at the UN and she was brokering a deal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. she she goes, she would be, uh, she would be agreeable to our uh, to our, you know, thing. And I'm like, oh my god, I went from, uh, you're handsome, but I'm not looking to go American style to like, 
threesome's going down. Going down. And I'm like, and so I'm she like. She wanted to do it French style. French style. There you go. <laughs> exactly. So I, I, I'm like, oh, they're making out. I'm making out. Like, it's this big makeout party. The two Chinese guys that bought the bottles are giving us their drinks. Like, it was, it's like going places. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. All of a sudden, she comes up to me. And she's like, I'm going to go with the chick. Oh, <laughs> that is sexist. That's fucked like, up. Why is that okay? Oh, I was like, ah, oh, man. And I was like, you know, it's a moment where you can either get like super, super like, you know, like, you know, this is. I would gone salesman uh, one to 60. Just come on. Come on. What the fuck? Are you crazy. I'll, I'll get a dick. I can fucking fuck you. I, I kind of did the, uh, uh, I respect. I like, t- I tip my hat at oh, the Chinese girl. Like, I can't handle it. Cheers to you, madame. You're a better man than and me. I, I would have crumbled. And I got out of there. And then, like later that night, she's like, "I made the wrong choice." Like she's texting oh, me, blow and me. I passed out and fucking missed out. So like my one chance for like the wild yes. ended with like a text being like, "I should have came with you." And I'm like, "Yeah, uh, I fucking was ready. I was rock hard and ready to go." Yeah. And you went with uh, the yakuza or some yeah. shit. Like I was like, "Oh <laughs> man!" And you know what happened? She got hungry an hour later. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope she doesn't get upset. That I, told, I don't know. She wouldn't know, but that, 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 that's kind of so. To the point, twofold. Don't worry about turning on a guy. His penis isn't gonna fucking explode. Yeah. Second of all, trust yourself a little bit to like give the guy the benefit of the doubt that he can hang the night without having to go fucking yeah. fuck you. And I just want to say that I know we're wrapping up, but just to the ladies out there, women always do this thing where they're like, if I don't fuck him. He'll never come back. Like that. That's your yeah. only bargaining chip. No, be a fucking cool chick and have a yeah. great time with the guy and be fun and he'll want to come back. Yeah, the, the you're whole, the one using sex. That's that's on you. The whole sex on the first date, like being like the not come back. Like also, if he doesn't want to come back, do you really want him to come back? There you go. So like, if, if a guy's like, ah, yeah, I just want to fuck, and you were just like, no, I thought there was something more. Now you've just you've you've literally skipped you skipped to the end of the movie. Yeah. You know what the deal is. Like, live with it. That's okay. Yeah, right. Um, we're not going to do news or hypotheticals. Let's just do one more email. Oh, okay. And we'll close Great, out. Do Does yeah. that sound good? Yeah. Uh, Mark Norman, thank you for coming on. Oh, this is fun. Um, we'll do one more. Um, you can do very... Oh, this is an email that was like, it's ridiculous. It's just called Whore Sex Rampage. All right. Um, or Girlfriend Hypocrite. Ooh. We have tons of wedding questions. Wedding, but maybe we'll do them all in one episode. Yeah, um, horse sex is obviously. Do you want to do a serious one, or we we should do? No, a that's fun this one. isn't the this episode is not, for it. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, the girlfriend hypocrite's gonna piss me off. Let's I think. do the let's do the one about the dude will piss us off. All right, because this was this email is ridiculous. Great. Um, and you can go find Mark Norman on Twitter, Instagram at Mark Norm. He's going to be doing a special November 17th. Uh, let's do this one. Also, let me just say, I'm running my hour at the San Francisco Punchline next week. So Isn't that a great, that. Is great, that a great club? Great club. Oh, Classic fuck club. yeah. And this is coming out Friday. I'm going to be at, oh, I, I, I'm going to be at Mohegan Sun at Comics opening for Burt Kreischer. Oh, the funnest guy to open for. Who's going to be on, the, who's been on this podcast and we might drink a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. This is this is this email's ridiculous. Horse sex rampage. Let's cut the bullshit, Jew face. Yeah. I'm a little shaken. Currently I'm living in Madrid for a semester. Woo-wee. Everything's going great here, but I just got word from my best friend that my ex from back home is fucking my two friends who have girlfriends. 
I've heard way too many details about it to share. We broke up about a month ago. I left because there's Spanish poon that has to be slain. Yes. My friend, look at the double standard here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. My friend tells me that the two guys don't know that she's fucking the other one. Uh, this girl is dick crazy. Trust me. Sometimes she wanted it more than me, which is hard to do. I just wanted to know what to do because it's bothering me. I don't think I'm jealous. I'm just shaking and pissed. Thanks for the Jewish wisdom. I don't wait. What's the dilemma? This, he's his ex girlfriend's fucking his two buddies that have girlfriends, and she's a sex freak. I guess I don't know. <laughs> wait, his ex girlfriend is fucking his, his two friends. His two that friends also have girlfriends. That also have girlfriends, okay, and okay. they don't know about each other. Oh man, this girl's a nut. She's out there, but also like, fuck this dude. Like you know, you're gonna go to you're gonna break up with your girlfriend to go fuck every chick in Spain, and that is totally your right. Yeah. Don't expect differently from your girl. The girl yeah. you just left. Yeah, I guess so. But it sucks he's got to hear about it. It's got to... It sucks. Well, this is the other thing. Also, shouldn't his friends not be fucking his ex? Isn't that kind of a thing? Yeah, like, of course it's bothering you because you... What you're, what you're seeing is you are what you eat. Mmm. So, listen. If you're the type of guy that's looking to go fuck everything, maybe the girl you're going to end up with is the girl that wants to go fuck everything, too. That's a good point. You know, so like... So like and we all look at, like... and All of us have exes that were like... All your exes represent you in some way they represent some part of your life or some person you were or some person you are and you can't you can't talk down about an ex without talking down a little bit about yourself so that's why i don't Ooh, buy his baby. fucking shit that is some jew whiz no i'm serious I I, 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 but right like if you looked at one of your your ex-girlfriends and you were like she was a fucking bitch on Saturday nights, and it's like maybe you were a little bitch on Saturday nights. Too. You're right. I love it. I, I, that's a great point. That's a bit. I think. Oh, really? There's something there. There's yeah. something there. That's so, heavy. Oh, I'm gonna re-listen to this. I, I, but I just, I like, I, I don't know. Like, there's, and you do grow from these relationships, but so will she. So, like, this is not your problem. Yeah, I mean, it's off-putting. Oh, let's of be course. honest. You know, you're, you know, this girl's a freak, a nympho, and she's, all your friends are just. Taking turns on her, like the you know the tricycle. Nothing feels worse than when you hear like I've had this happen to me, where they're like, "Oh, your ex is fucking that dude," and you kind of know the dude, and you're like, "Ugh!" Now you're like looking at the dude, being like, "Am I better looking? Am I worse looking? Mm. Is he disgusting? Am I disgusting?" It's all really just putting the mirror in front of you. Yeah, yeah. So he's really more disappointed in himself that he could be with someone that you know is being talked about badly because if they're talking bad about her, they're talking bad about him. Totally. If they're saying, oh, and so my advice, if if this, if there's, I don't think you should talk badly about her. You can only hurt yourself by talking badly about her. Uh-huh. So the, the, the fact is, it's not your problem. You know, don't get involved. And listen, let her live the life that you're looking to live. Don't shame her. You're the one in, she could say the same thing about you in Spain. I know, but he's not fucking her friends. I know the friends thing suck. I be, I think that's more on his friends than it is on her. I compl- I think the friends are weird. Yeah, I think the friends are doing you a disservice. A They're not bit. really your friends. Yeah, but also, this is back to you. You are what you eat, right? If right. they think that you're some sort of fuckhead, like if you're some sort of uh, you know guy who goes and fucks everything. And they know that about you. They're like, what does he care? He's fucking everything. Yeah, right. She's just another pussy. So I'm saying, like, people will people will give themselves the 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 they'll do the rationale, they'll rationalize it based on the resume that you're putting out there. Yeah. So if he's putting out there, I'm this guy that's gonna fuck every girl in Spain, I'm like, let him go. We're here in fucking Podunk. Yeah. Let us fuck her. 
Also, these two dudes that he's friends with have girlfriends. Yeah, this is all you guys are just man, trash. Just sharing one herpy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. So I just think don't expect more from the person than you would expect from yourself. There you go. So J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Mark Norman, thank you for coming on. Thank you, sir. This, Welcome back to America. Thank you. This was fantastic. Thank you for letting me uh, tell my tale. No, You're the perfect guest to have on and add in. Uh, go follow Mark Norman at Mark Norman on Twitter and Instagram. Also, November 17th, taping his hour special. You can find the link on his website, Mark Norman Comedy. Go check out the fucking thing. And also, if you're not in New York City, Tuesdays with Stories every Tuesday here on the Labs Network along with this podcast. Chris, thank you for bumping in every now and again. I'm sorry we didn't get to the news oh, and all that no, stuff. No problem at all, man. It was good to hear about your trip and everything. Can I, can I actually just say, this sure. Friday, along with this podcast, the 100th episode of the Mandatory Samson Podcast. So if you guys hey, want to check it out. Go, go check it out at Mansamp, Mandatory Samson Podcast. This Friday, 100th episode. That's one to check out, especially in election season. That's like your wheelhouse. Oh, we got debate coverage. We got the, the whole thing. The debate was wild. The tape came out. Uh, Hillary's tr- emails. Yeah. We got to actually, before we get out, I, I, we got a hypothetical that was sent to us. And listen to this hypothetical. This this was sent before the Trump tape came out. All right. This is fucking eerie. By the okay? way, there's way more of those tapes coming out. Did you hear about that? I heard about the N-word oh, yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's more sexist stuff coming. I mean, fucking Paula Dean can't cook on TV for saying the N-word maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know, like, for, like in a deposition. It wasn't even on tape. Yes. It's getting... He's fucked. I mean, maybe his base is probably going to love it though. They'll be like, he'll he'll go up in the polls with the N word too. It's actually Possibly. it's actually getting insane. Like it's like getting to the point like where it's a little just un- it was uncomfortable to watch. I feel sorry for Trump supporters because there's a ton around. Yeah, obviously he's got numbers. So right. they, being a Trump supporter is like being a, a fag in the in the forties. I- <laughs> you, know, you gotta like hide it. <laughs> well, I I have done shows where i just say i'm voting for trump just to see how they react oh dude that's, that's suicide it, it's it, they you can't get him back yeah you yeah exactly <laughs> it's, it's impossible yeah. i did a show in the uh you ever do that show rochelle's uh yeah it's fun uh, yeah it's a fun show but it, they're a little bit wild yeah. and they don't like respect the show that right, much right yeah so i was on that show and there's this girl that like she just looked like a blogger uh-huh. she just looked blogger yeah okay and i said something about like how i wish i was gay uh like something about like there's something about how I wouldn't want to give a blowjob or something like that. And she goes, you know, she got like all like women's rights about blowjobs, which was weird. And uh-huh. she was like, well, you don't want to give a blow. Like, uh, like I was somehow shaming a woman for giving a blow. I was like, no, it just seems like a lot of work. Yeah. And then she just was like, you're gay. This is after I said, I'm oh, voting for Trump. God. I said, I was voting for Trump as like a joke. Yeah. And even, the, you know, whatever. And then she, I get in this <laughs> bit and this is when she got mad and yeah. she goes, and she, and she goes, you don't think you, you want to give, a, it seems like a lot of work. And then she goes, you're gay. Oh, you're gay, and I go, okay, I don't care. Like she thought that I would get like angry, yeah, yeah, because like I'm Good a Trump move. video, so I'm a Trump voter, so yeah. I would, uh, oh my god, how could you call me gay? Oh, Hulk, Hulk breakdown place, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, I don't care, fine, I'm gay, like I don't care. And she, and then she goes, you're white. You're white, and I go. Are you heckling by saying that I'm white? Right. (laughs) Like this is insane. Just pointing things out. (laughs) Yeah, you're just pointing out (laughs) things that are true. And I was like, I I was just like, we've gotten to such a place. What does the white thing even mean? I don't get it. That I guess I'm less than now. 
Oh, <laughs> like this is kind of right. what she was saying. It was like, yeah, that's get, the definition of racism. It was insane. Yeah. So it's like these people get when you say that you. The thing is about a Trump voter is that I'm now gonna vote for Trump in spite of all these fucking people. Are you really not to vote for Trump? No, I'm. I don't oh, okay. I, <laughs> I, I'm not that crazy. It's fun playing with fire, though. <laughs> I know. Well, the thing is, it's just it, it's bothersome to me because I was here. I, I talked about this when Michael Moore did the set here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like the you know if you're voting for Trump, let people vote for what they want to fucking vote for. Well, just, yeah. but it also like these people connected to being a racist, and it's like that is such a far connection to make. Yeah, because of some bad things that you know I know you can make the connection, but I'm like to say that about all you know that's what makes them want to punch back even more. Uh, totally, and that's right. kind of where we're at. But this is before uh, the tape came out. I gotta find if you. Uh, it says this is a hypothetical that we received before the tape came out. If you could be a fly on the wall for either presidential candidate's life, which one would you choose? In other words, if you could ha- have a magic webcam that watched either Trump or Hillary at all at all times, you can watch from your phone. Would you? Which would you pick, and why? I know why and which one. I would pick Hillary okay. because Trump. Would be more interesting and say funnier shit and be you know he's banging Melania or whatever mm. that would be fun to watch. But I've I've already got a glimpse into that. Yeah. But with her, it's still yeah. a, a secret kind yeah, of. Yeah, so we, I'd rather watch her. How do you feel about that? Yeah, no, that's that's great rationale, right? I mean, I could get like the tape comes out, but it's like yeah, of course Trump says shit. Like yeah, that. yeah, like, yeah. I'm not shocked by he's that. He's not really. Yeah. How much could he be hiding at this point? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if Hillary's yeah. like, oh, these gooks, I'll tell you. You know, you're like, yeah. At least it would be funny if uh, you had that webcam on Hillary just to know that she's closer to Trump than her followers ever want to believe. Ever want to believe. They'll never believe it. They would never want to believe that that. Hillary's just so good at the game. Yeah. She's the politician's politician. Right. So, like, she knows... She's never, like... She's got the place bugged for cameras, I'm sure, like, a thousand times over. Yeah. Just to hear her be closer to Trump than not... Anything. But this is, again, to the punching back thing, where it's like, I just want to see that fucking blogger girl's face that's yelling white at me see Hillary be like... Like oh, say a racial epithet, you know, like, like, put a like dick in my ass, yeah, Bill. You know, yeah, yeah. it'd be great. And then have her, and then like just have her, be, like have Hillary just be like, yeah, women should make less than men. And then just have oh, all these women's heads explode man, at the same awesome. time. I would love so. that. Everybody knows the truth. That's what it all comes down to. Like I used to have a joke about how these used to be these super progressive women who are like trans women are women, transgender <laughs> they're women, they're they're a hundred percent. And then, and you go, well, you kind of look trans, like a you know, like Caitlyn Jenner, and they would go. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, <laughs> I thought they were women. I thought it was hundred percent. You know, they all know. There's just, it's just, we all know the right things to say. We all feel ten percent away from each other. I think, like, like we're the, the what I'm feeling, you're feeling, and what yeah, you're feeling, I'm yeah, feeling. Right. Like we're we're not that far apart. And I think a lot of this like outrage is is a need to feel special. Like I I, I feel more. I feel more than anyone could feel. Yeah, yeah. Like and it's it's all about team building and bullshit. So, but <laughs> no, you want to be on a team. Yeah, I'm good. See, you I are see. bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the on I'm the, on the Hillary side. team, which is a good side. You're yeah. on the Trump team, the bad There's side. That, yeah. Even though everyone lives in the gray and we're all shitty people, and we right. all want to come and fucking eat. It's so like rhetoric. Like I'll be at a show in Seattle, and a comic will go up and be like. Boy, there's no black people here. What's up? And it's like, Ugh. they just don't live here. What do you want? Yeah. Stop yelling at us. I, we didn't I, do anything wrong, you <laughs> fucking idiot. But well, it's just, I'm on the good side. Ah, I'm a the, hero. Fuck you. The Shut best up. thing that can happen for comedy is for this election to come and go. I mean, oh, the, I the comedy it. that goes along. I And you do get like a little bit like entranced by it. You're like, oh, there's a bit in that. Like the Billy Bush thing, I was like, 
I was like, what do you, ex-? I thought there was a bit in the fact that like, what do you expect Billy, like you would have acted differently than Billy Bush. Right, like you would have been right. like, oh, don't say that in front, I'm offended. You would have been like, Trump just said something, f-. you were in your mind, you'd be like, Trump just said something fucked up, I'm going to tell all my friends. Yeah. And I'm going to see what else I can get him to keep say. Keep it going, exactly. Like Billy Bush didn't do anything wrong in that situation no, to me. And, he, and he's fired and or suspended. And he's fired. So yeah. it's like, that to me is like a, a place where I'm like, oh, there's a bit there. And I'm like. How long does that last? <laughs> you yeah, know, like I, I don't even. I feel you. I don't I, write any of that shit. So I, you know, but, to, but it's funny to like. Oh, finally, we can get rid of these people with like, like that to me is like a more of a hanging fruit. You know, like yeah. a low whatever. But we're out of time. We've gone over. Oh, Mark boy. Norman, thank you for coming on. Fun up. Totes Preach at Mark Norm Twitter and Instagram. Man Sam, thank you at Man Sam Mandatory Samson Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. JTrain56 on all platforms. Uh, We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Tell your friends. Please subscribe. We'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. Boom.